Hey there, True Believers. This is David Hickney talking to you from Freak of the Week. We are back and ready to go. I'm ready to go. Roger's ready to go. If you don't know who Roger is, you didn't listen to Season uh, season 2, Episode 1, where I got Roger from my sister. Finally, did, she did something good. Uh, Roger's my pet praying mantis. He or she, because he doesn't have a penis, is awesome. He's joining us today. Uh, he's my co-host. Uh, also with us today is Dr. Ty Dillinger-Edwards. I think I got that right. He's going to talk to us today about something that is truly horrific, something you need to make sure your kids are aware of, and that is the pod head scenario. Isn't that right, Dr. Dillinger? Yes. Dr. Edwards, sorry. Yes. Where in the bloody hell are we recording? I we mean, are in my sister's basement. It, it was an hour and a half drive to get out here. Don't this, Please don't talk about where we're this at. This basement is huge. I had to pass a sign that said, beware the leopard. Yeah. You didn't see the leopard, did you? I did not. Good. Now nah, you're not supposed to see it. It's supposed to come up on you when you're not expecting it. I, I see. Well, rather, I don't. Good, 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 good. So, um, could you maybe explain to our listeners what a pod head is? Yes, unfortunately, this epidemic has just, you know, uh, ballooned in the last two or three years. Mm. Um, the young people, the uh, the millennials. Oh, yeah. Some of them have been uh, consuming some of the uh, detergent pods that you will find in the in department stores. Okay. And unfortunately, it's been turning them into zombies, I'm afraid. Into zombies? Yes, yes. Into actual zombies. That's that's messed up. It, 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 I, it's awful. It's bloody awful. It's a bloody epidemic at this so, point. So they turn into zombies and they eat our flesh? Well, then... no. They, they don't eat your flesh. They, okay. They, they eat your clothes. For instance, like the, out of your closet? No, they'll right off your back or uh, oh god, your uh, for instance, your stained undergarments that you appear to be wearing with nothing on top. They will just consume your soiled undergarments. Then I'd be naked. You would, unfortunately. I don't want to be naked, true believers. I don't want to be naked. I don't think anybody wants that. To be naked? No, I think most people want to wear clothes. Yes, that's what I. So, so this happens. They, they eat this. It just takes one detergent pod. One can do it. However, the more you consume, the more likely it is to happen. Okay, so there's a chance with one. Yes. But the more you have, the more likely it is to happen. Yes. Okay. And uh, what are some signs that this is happening to you? Well, uh, they begin foaming at the mouth. Okay. But it smells delightful. Because it's soap. Yes, it smells, you know, lemony fresh and springtime clean. Okay. However, unfortunately, it is incredibly dangerous. Uh, their eyes will glaze over. Mm -hmm. And if you are just milling about and you all of a sudden smell, you know, uh, that, that bright springtime fresh smell, mm -hmm. that could be a warning sign that one of them is near and possibly stalking you, possibly for the garments you're wearing. Now, okay, I have a question about that because, yes. so, does the level of cleanliness of the garments you're wearing affect if you're like if you're likely to be attacked or not? We have seen increases in you know attacks in people that uh, were in uh, how do you say more well-to-do areas. So therefore, yes, they kept their clothes more clean and fresh. So they like clean clothes, preferably. Yes. However, when they are desperate, they will go after nearly anything, even you, Mister Hickney. I think that was a shot at me, guys. I don't know. 
I, what do you I think, just, True Believers? Was that a shot at David Hickney? It, it was not, as you say, a shot. It was just a com- comment. And Feels like shots fired. Mr. Hickney, you are eight feet away behind plexiglass, and I can still smell your undergarments. Yeah. You know why? That's to deter all the things out there. Have you heard of shithounds? We talked about those the first season. I'm afraid I am only have peripheral knowledge of shithounds, yeah. as you say. Yeah. All these deterrents are for things like that. So just keep that in mind. It's not like I'm sitting behind plexiglass for for pleasure. It's not like I get my rocks off standing behind plexiglass. I imagine you... I I actually don't want to imagine how you achieve that, but your your garments, the state they're in, they will help protect you from the podheads for a time. However, there will be a time when you are the last, Mr. Hickney, and then they will take you. But I'd be the last. Considering I've never seen anybody in state worse than yours, yes, you will most likely be the last. Good, that means I'm a survivor. I'm yes. never going to give up, just so you know. And regardless, Mr. Hickney, they will take you and your soiled britches. Challenge accepted. Look, um... So you said they're zombies. Does that mean they are fully dead creatures? Oh, no, no, no. They're not dead. Oh, they're not dead. They're like more like voodoo zombies? Well, voodoo zombies aren't fully zombies either. They are simply under the control of a drug in which you can command them because their free will is gone. Okay, so what what kind of zombies are these? They feed off linen mm-hmm. and remnants of body hair. And spiced with lint, actually. So if I were to, like, shave off my body hair, would that make me less susceptible? I am desperately trying not to imagine that, but it might help. But it it may very well... Good Lord, I'm afraid I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Is there any way I could possibly get my water switched out with some scotch instead? Uh, I, I save that for people I like. I see. So, are they independently moving creatures, or they have like a hive mind, or do they? Or you mentioned we mentioned voodoo zombies, or somebody controlling them. Is there some sort of overlord controlling these? We don't believe there is an overlord. We did hypothesize the um, hive mind theory at first. Mm-hmm. However, they seem to roam more in the sense of traditional zombies, in which they are mostly independent. However, they can you know, congregate into, as they say, herds. And then they began roaming as one. And all being drawn by the scent of fresh linen. Okay, so they can, they they choose, do they choose to join together or does it just kind of happen? It seems to just kind of happen. It does not seem to be an overt consciousness to them. Okay, so they they don't roam if they want to, they just roam on their own. Like, it just happens. Yes, they will, you know, accidentally congregate. As you see in that, uh, that television show, um, what is it? Something about uh, roaming around. The, the Walking. Uh, the Walking Dead. I don't know. I don't watch TV. Uh, yes, uh, but um, they will you know, congregate into herds and begin moving as one across the countryside. Okay. What's that, Roger? No, you don't have to worry about them. You don't wear clothes, man. It's fine. You seem to be conversing with a praying mantis. Roger's the co-host of the show now. I see. Why Why is that weird to you? Oh, it, it's nothing. It's just, um, I don't understand uh, where you would get a headset uh, size. And, uh, head size custom made. My proxy, Jimmy, 
went and got it custom made at a a guitar s- center. Yes, that's right. Sorry, thank you, Roger. A guitar center, and uh, they custom made the headphones for him. I see. And the uh, young lady to my side here, she is. Oh, yeah, it's Elizabeth Marin. Hello. Uh, How do you do? Go ahead. Go ahead and talk, Elizabeth. I know you want to. I I was waiting. She's our counterpoint. For for permission. Uh, I'm Elizabeth Marin. I am David Hickney's sister. I also have three PhDs and mm. don't believe in most of the things uh, that we discuss on this show. Also, I, I am responsible for uh, gifting David his emotional support. Mantis. Only thing I'm ever going to thank you for. Which he seems to be getting along with very well, so I'm, I'm glad that, that you and Roger have bonded. That actually makes me very happy. I mean, why wouldn't I? Roger's awesome. Roger is awesome. You encouraged this idea of the um, praying mantis with him. Uh, well, I, I gave him the emotional support mantis because, you know, many people uh, with issues like those of my brother can, can benefit from bonding with uh with you know with an animal no no roger that's not a speech impediment he's just not from the united states no, uh actually. the making uh making making roger a co-host and getting the the tiny um headphones and uh i i want to believe poster and whatnot in his yes. terrarium those those were all david's idea damn right they were and your uh your small co-host was actually incorrect i'm actually from fort worth texas what the hell's with the accent, then? Oh, well, my mother is from London, and I spent my childhood in Cardiff. What the hell's a Cardiff? It's it's a, a small town outside of London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does make him seem more effeminate, Roger, you're right. <laughs> Please stop projecting your own insecurities onto your mantis. Are you on it's any good for you. kind of medication? Mr. Hickney. He is. Yeah. I take vitamin D by going outside and sitting in the sun. Which is a vast improvement. He used to not leave the basement. You do seem like you prefer the D, Mr. Hickney. Yeah. I take a lot of D all day long. All right. It keeps me well balanced. This is a little little too much gay baiting here. Let's let's get back to the topic. Wait, what what are you talking about? Gay baiting. Yes. I was talking about vitamin D. You, you getting sunlight. We're talking about vitamin D. I believe Doctor Edwards was not. I, what was he talking about? Did then? no such thing. What was he talking about then? I'm very confused. He was ins- oh! insinuating that you're a homosexual. Roger just explained to me. Dick, really? I, Dick. I did no such thing. I'm afraid your tiny co-host misunderstood me. Uh, Roger's pretty apt. I'm sure he is. Anyway, let's talk about these potheads, because that's what's important. Not your jerkwaddy comments. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Hickney. As I've said before, you won't have anything to worry from them for quite a while. Unfortunately, Good. your co-host, your sister, will be in danger from them much sooner. Well, that's because she, she doesn't she listen. quite lovely. She doesn't listen. Are you hitting on her? She's married. Uh, no, I'm just saying that she actually seems like she washes her garments. Look, I do. I will tell you right now. If you come after my sister, I will call Dad Terrence and he will beat your ass. Oh dear, I'm terribly afraid. I'd I'd actually be more worried about Mom Vicky, but well, yeah, she she would come second, but she would end you, like end you, end you. I see. Thank you, David. I actually uh, appreciate you Don't coming to me. defend my honor. It's something that you haven't done 
<sighs> in a long time. I, I am perfectly capable of taking care of myself, but the and, fact that you care enough uh, to make silly threats uh, means a lot to me. You've ruined the moment. You've ruined it. Just saying. Completely ruined. All right, I think we're going to have to take a break before I, you know, lose my temper and Roger kill something that he shouldn't. Uh, so we're going to take a break. Uh, here's some words from our sponsors, and then we'll be back right after this. Freak of the Week is sponsored by Rogers Landmines, the most sensitive landmines you can find. Hair Trigger is an understatement with Rogers Landmines. Not affiliated with Mantises. Hey everyone, this is Nick Mataragas from Surreal. I uh, just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a taste of all the things I've had to tolerate while recording this season so that you know what um, I went through to give you this new season of Surreal, which comes out September 21st. Thanks. Her name is Pumpernickel or Pumper whatever. Pe- Peppernickel, yeah. We called her Pumpernickel sure. because her face looked like a friggin' piece of Pumpernickel. She was not that seems an very attractive mean. girl. Okay. Did that make you uncomfortable? At first, yes. But then I realized that I wasn't an American pussy. And I was fine with it. So you think it was just like an unwritten understanding? I I am not aware. Of your own thoughts? At this time, no. I am not aware of my own thoughts. I like to name my sponges. Uh, I feel like I should take the, uh, whatever, Third Amendment on this because I... Do Do you mean the Fifth? I think we've had quite enough insertions for the day, quite frankly. Agreed. All right, True Believers, we're back. Thank you for listening to those words from our sponsors. Give them money, because then they give us money, which then I use to, you know, keep... Hopefully pay rent. And definitely not black black clothes. Why am I getting it from two directions right now? He has clothes. More than that. Anyway, we're talking about podhead zombies here. They're detergent pod-eating people that have turned into zombies because they ate some soap. And now they eat clothes that are clean. That's what we're talking about, right? Yes, they become addicted to the uh, the taste of the fresh linen, yeah. the uh, lemony scents and such. Lemony scents. I've seen it happen with one pod, but the more they in- ingest, oh, the chances increase rapidly. Is the size of the person a factor? Excuse me, true believers. Is the size of the person a factor? Yes, for example, you would have to consume quite a number of pods for you to become uh, endangered for them. I feel like he's taking shots at me again. Anyway, we're going to take a caller. Caller, uh, what's your name, where are you from, and what's your question for Dr. Ty Dillinger Edwards? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's me. What's up, dude? <laughs> Hi. Mr. Heckner, is there a way you can trace this call? I do believe we have. I don't trace calls. Yeah. Look, this person could be in danger. It sounds like he's already ingested at least one part. No. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just nope. did a couple, man. It's fine. Son, listen to me. Tell me your name. <laughs> My name? Yes. <laughs> it's, uh... Duke. <laughs> Duke. Duke. Duke, listen to me. Duke. Hello, Duke. Hello. You sound like you may have already ingested one pod. Did you eat you? some soap, Duke? What? 
dudes are there, man. It oh was fine. God. Are you are you feeling okay? I'm feeling wonderful, man. Oh my God. So what what <laughs> what does he do? What does Duke do here? I do, man. Duke, I'm afraid, is right on the edge. He could be helped, but we would have to find out his exact location and call emergency services. Prison emergency. control, I think, would probably be the wait, best. Wait, we shouldn't be calling authorities about anything. <sighs> Look. Uh, Mr. Hickman, you're a man. Right or at the very least, you could go to the pharmacy and pick up some ipecac. Ipecac. Why don't we? Why doesn't he just stick his finger down his throat and throw up? It may, it may not be enough, Mr. Hickney. Mm-hmm. That's need, true. He may need a shot of adrenaline already at this point. I I don't know about. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Could we just scare Mr. him and make the adrenaline pump? No, man, no, that's not no cool, unfortunately, man, boo. Ah, man, it's not cool, no, man. Mr. Hickney, no, no please Roger, don't. It's okay, I wasn't booing on Who's you. Who's the host, Roger? No, man. Mr. Hickney, if you increase Roger's his heart rate, man- you could you could increase the process. Could. We need to counteract the process of the springtime fresh smell against Mr. Mr. So Duke. We, like, <laughs> no. fart then, so he has bad Mr. Mr. Hickney, please. Mr. Duke, if you could possibly uh, get a handful of your own feces. What? What? No. I don't. I don't know. We need to counteract the fresh smell. I'm so not touching just, that stuff, Just go, man. go to your, your homemade compost <laughs> with, your, with your shit in it. That's <laughs> all the trouble. You... Oh, yes. Get it out, my son. Yes. Get it out. If you could even possibly put a pink in the stink and then smell that. There seems to be an evolution happening on the other end of the phone. My here. God, I thought he was vomiting it out at first. Oh, God. Oh God! Not another one. I'm I'm afraid he's he's gone past the point. Oh Lord! Rogers Rogers making an excellent. Oh God! So uh, that sounded bad. Yes, I'm afraid he's he's past the point of no return. So he's a, he's a pothead now. He is. So I'm... what what what? Okay. So if you're attacked by a pothead, what do you do? The best thing that you can do is to take the sharp end of an axe and place it into their brain pan. So same with a regular zombie. Yes. Please, uh, gentle viewers, listeners, actually, do not do not go around stabbing anyone in the brain. Honestly, unless they are a pothead. I prefer. No, I never, prefer a never cricket stab bat anyone anyway. in the brain. A cricket bat could also work. A yeah. blunt force trauma is is doable, but. We do prefer sharp objects. They uh, do a cleaner job. And they if you are a swift swinger, they usually only take one. Swift swinger. Yes. Uh, I, I just feel like I should interject. Uh, Memoriam Development and Freak of the Week do not condone uh, the murder of anyone. But ever. David Hickney, it is not the murder, Miss Marin. I'm afraid they are, they are already far gone. David it's Hickney too late and them. the DVMPE do condone the ending of... Zombies. Thank you, Mr. Hickney. Thank you. We need to get as many people behind this cause as possible. All right. Um, Elizabeth, we just heard one turn into a zombie. You can't think that these don't exist. I don't know that we necessarily heard anyone turn into a zombie. We heard someone... We heard someone vomit, and then their voice became hoarse after and they vomited, which they is... they completed the Wait, transformation. So Ms. you're Marin, okay, okay believing someone could turn into a horse after throwing now, up? Uh, see, now I knew by using that terminology you were going to jump to a ridiculous conclusion. 
Uh, no, often the the stomach acids and things in in your stomach, once they exit your throat, if you uh, vomit profusely, it can cause your voice to become raspy. It can also dehydrate you, causing you uh-huh. to be disoriented, uh-huh. and uh, you may say some some strange things. So I believe that 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 person, the caller, probably should just you know go probably go to the hospital and get an IV. Now, Miss Marin, I'm afraid I can't speak to the pseudoscience that you're talking about. But you mean Mr. the Hickney, actual science? Mr. Hickney, I got my master's in cryptozoology at oh, DeVry. Oh, I, I have a PhD oh, in, in cryptozoology. Yeah, she just so. got it. And I did. I'm in very proud. speaking to your uh, instance about turning into horses, we have looked for evidence on the human centaurs, and we have not found any so far. However, so they, thankfully, may not be an issue, yeah. but I'm afraid the pod heads, as you just heard, Solid proof of my are an epidemic. My research has shown that centaurs are probably not real, but but satyrs are definitely real. Satyrs are an excellent yeah. possibility. Goat yes. guys are out there. Just so you know, true believers. Uh, I think we have another caller. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? This is Butch Reed Richards. Butch Reed Richards. Hello, Butch. Yeah, me and my wife Tara Denise were just having breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished up and had a nice little bacon and eggs. Wait, you're, you're, so you're Butch Reed Richards and your wife is Tara Denise Richards? I don't have time for this. We were having breakfast, and then my wife went to the laundry room, and she came out, and she had foam all around her mouth. Oh, Lord. And I, I, She was uh, trying to come at my face like she was going to like eat my lips or something. Oh, my and God. I, and I, I mean, I, I punched her in the throat, and she's on the ground right now, unconscious. But, uh, but yeah, the foam is still there, and I'm afraid that she's just going to attack me. That's not good. Mr. Richards, was she still speaking coherently? Were you able to get anything out of her? No, there was something coming out of her mouth. Oh, my God. That's why she's foaming at the mouth. Does it smell wonderful? Well, uh, define wonderful. I mean, that's kind of subjective, sir. We're looking for an incredibly pleasant scent, such as, you know, uh, lemon or a fresh linen, perhaps lavender. It was really more minty. I was going to say, could it Hmm. possibly have been toothpaste? That's actually a plausible explanation. Oh, if it's just toothpaste, then that's fantastic, Mr. Richards. Where do I... It's not fantastic, because right. he just told look, us no. that he punched her in look, the throat. There, look, there are, I that's, thought you were going to eat more, my face. There are probably four things that would be fantastic if it wasn't a Tide Pod. Uh, toothpaste. Yes. Mouthwash. Possible. Uh, cocaine. Could be. And uh, in dirt. Those are the things that can make your mouth foam that no, would be fantastic I, at this point because it wouldn't mean she's a but, pothead. But I have to four if you, if, fantastic things. If you're foaming at the mouth after cocaine, that means you're yes. having an overdose. Now, and that's listen, also I not have to come to the defense of Mr. Richards here. You merely works. took a precautionary measure, and I congratulate you on that, especially with the epidemic going around. However, is she still unconscious? Yes. All right, look. Is that because you punched her? Now, the toothpaste yes. or the cocaine is a possibility. However, you are to take a further precaution. I would suggest... Uh, Bringing her upright into a chair and possibly taping her to it until she comes to. But in the meantime, if you happen to have a cooking mallet and a screwdriver, I would keep that handy just in case the worst when, comes When he to ties it. her up in the chair, should he should he leave her kind of crumpled or should he stretch her out? Should Mr. Richards stretch her? Uh, you know what? That's actually a good point. Mr. Richards, I would keep one arm free just to see if she makes any kind of lunging motion for your clothes with a hand. As long as she is still securely tied up, you should still be safe. I'm guessing the one thing you don't want here is her to get loose, because it would suck if Mrs. Richards disappeared. That would absolutely be the worst thing. 
All I've got is a tape measure and a wooden spoon. Oh, goodness. I think perhaps if if you want to uh, ensure that your wife doesn't attack you again, um, just based on what you've given me here, foaming at the mouth could very well be toothpaste as well as uh, coming okay. out of the laundry room. Uh, maybe try putting your clothes in the hamper and the toilet seat down. I really don't see how that has anything to do with it. It can cause rage in a wife, I, I assure you. Mr. Richards, if you could possibly check the, the, the laundry room and oh, see if oh, there are any wait, pods wait, missing. Wait, sorry, she's coming too. What do I do? Uh, quickly, do? help break, her up off do? of the floor. No, Mr. Richards, break she's off. She's looking at me real cross. Break off one of the legs to you your chairs. Her in the throat. This is quickly. looking really grim right here, true believers. Mr. Richards, please, break off one of your chair legs. You may need it to defend yourself and possibly puncture her skull. It sounds like there's a whole storm of trouble. Luckily, I don't have any... All my chairs are plastic. Oh, God. Uh, uh, I mean, I got a lawn chair. Can I just kind of put it around her head? That's actually... It could immobilize her momentarily. Well, if I put that on her head... I, I'll escape out the back door. I can lock the door. Then uh-huh. she'd have to try and escape through the dog door. She won't fit with that thing around her. That's a good it, point. It, it's a it's a last resort measure, but sure. I think if, if that's all you have, Mister Richards, please. Whew. Okay, well, I'm, I'm outside now. Can you see it through the window? Well, all our windows are boarded up because, I mean, t- to be fair, it's not really our house. We're just squats. I totally get that, Mister Richards. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to, to take the risk of poking your head through the dog door. Good luck, Mr. Richards. Thank you, Mr. Richards. I, I, that was a, a very intense call. Um, Mr. Hickney, we, we don't know what kind of situation he was I in. Mean, uh, I'm actually like very concerned for his wife. Look, I just want to point out that without the doctor being here, he was certainly doomed. I'm just saying. I disagree. Well, perhaps now he knows ne- what precautionary measures he can take. If, unfortunately, the worst comes to true and his wife is, in fact, a pothead, I hope to the good Lord that that is not true. Well, I am exhausted. Roger is sweating, and bugs don't normally sweat, so that's weird. I think this is a good time to take another break. We'll be back right after a word from our sponsors, True Believers. Freak of the Week is sponsored by Lyft Munch. Move over, Uber Eats. Why eat out when Lyft can munch for you? Lyft Munch. Greetings, Earther scum. Hey, friend. Don't despair. No need to slit any throats yet. Do you find that you're suffering from a lack of insanity? A lack of hilarity? I've got a solution for you. It's perfectly natural. It's Mr. Wiggly's Moist and Happy Friendship Garden. You aren't gonna like it. What? What is it? It's a new sketch comedy podcast from Memorial Development and the DVMPE. Okay, what are these shitty names? Everyone is so damn sensitive these days. What can you expect out of Mr. Wiggly's moist and happy friendship garden? Been known to dissolve teeth on contact. Goddamn gross is what it is. Well, this sucks. Ah, Amazon. That's what this stuff is? Really makes people uncomfortable. Hmm, I like it. Keep going. Mr. Wiggly will make you say... Don't fuck them. In front of Grandma. Oh, God, no. I'm not a monster. Now you're getting violent. Oh, God, really? Okay, wrap it up. You're not cleaning that up again. All right, True Believers, we're back. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. Uh, we are here with Dr. Ty Dillinger Edwards. We're also here with Roger and Elizabeth Marin. 
uh, talking about potheads. Uh, Elizabeth. Hello. You you kind of got quiet there towards the end of that last call. Um, it was intense. What what were what what are your thoughts on what just happened? Um. Well, first of all, uh, I do not condone violence. Uh, I do not condone spousal violence. Neither in, do I. In Let's any way, shape, or form. Uh, I, I think that some of these uh, callers, we should be tracing these calls and sending the police to people's homes. I actually that agree with that. Uh, because people, people tend to have uh, victims in their basements. Uh, they're beating their spouses. Wait, what? Uh, they're raping people, and it, I'm very concerned about you, David. I I thought that this was a good outlet for you, but I may have to shut this show down Look, if this all keeps happening. All of these people that we talk to are the victims here. That, are, that these things are going on to them. It's not like I'm. No, telling we've definitely to... had some people that are not victims calling us. Oh yeah, all those racists from the first Alien episode. Well, and I for- completely forgot about the racism. So much. I, I, I don't... I, I think the show is just taking a dark turn that I, I, I've tried to be supportive and I don't know if I can continue with this. True Believers, I, I, I will say that not only does Freak of the Week of Memorial Development not condone any kind of abuse towards other people, but neither does David Hickney or the DVMPE towards people. Towards people. Yes, all right. However, I, I do worry that some of the mental conditions of some of your callers and some of your <coughs> experts uh, prevent them. They, 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 they're they having psychotic breaks and breaks with reality, and they do truly believe that people are creatures, thus enabling them to hurt these people. I think we all know I think that we should creatures be getting are them creatures help. and people are people, and when people are creatures, that makes them creatures and not people anymore, and when creatures are people, they're people. But what makes it okay to hurt a creature? For instance, Roger is not a people, he's but a, you would never hurt Roger. He's a mantis. Yes. He's not he, a creature. He's a creature. No, he's he's a mantis. Yes, which is a type of creature. An insect. An in, insect creature. Just an insect. He's not a creature. He's a mantis. But he's still not a people, and yet you would never he's harm kind of Roger. A he's my co-host. Right. So, do you think that all creatures are evil? Then that there's no possibility that any of these creatures could have human traits, emotions, feelings, I, possibly I, be afraid of us? I'm sure. Assuming there are any of them are real, I'm sure there are creatures out there that are friendly, helpful creatures. Generally, with this show, we talk about the things that we need to be afraid of, that we need to, to but know But why about. are you afraid of them? Because How do you know dangerous. that you need to be... What is your proof that any of them are dangerous? They're going to eat our clothes, Elizabeth. Moths eat your clothes. Do you hate moths? Yes. They're annoying. They fly around your face. They fly around lights. They're always flapping into things. I had one fly into the grill the other day. The suicidal moths is a problem. It's annoying. It Yeah, they, they tend to self-immolate, which is... Disturbing right. to me. Exactly. Uh, so you you actually hate moths. What about Luna moths? They're quite beautiful. I mean, they're cool, and then they blow up in the in the in the in the bug zapper, and that's even cooler. Wow. Roger is just giving you a look right now because you know Roger eats them. He does eat them, but he Roger them. eats them like because dessert. he has to. I give him the bee head for for dinner, and then I give him a nice big old damn Luna moth for 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 dessert, and he just goes to town on that shit. He's just it, like, nom, 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 nom. He's, yeah, Roger is a large mantis. He's getting uh, kind to, of fat. To, Sorry, Roger. Yeah, to take down a Luna moth. Don't look at me that the way. size you of know the it's palm true. of your hand. You know it's true, Roger. Don't, don't give me that look. 
Look, we're going to take another caller. Uh, caller, I'm, what? I'm what? genuinely worried about yeah, what's sure going to happen you right are. now. Caller, uh, what is your name and where are you from? My name is Brad Preston. Hi, Brad. Brad what? Preston. Preston. And I am the legal representation for the Tide Corporation. Oh. Hello, Brad. Hello. What's what's Tide? Uh, Tide created uh, pods that people are eating that uh, as actually as uh, Dr. Edwards brought up earlier, it is a phenomena. Um, and though a lot of things are pinned on millennials, it's actually technically Generation Z uh, that are eating these and putting them on, on YouTube. Um, and yeah, it's created some issues for, for Tide because you shouldn't eat soap. So it this it is, is a poison. So, so basically what you're telling me is this is a corporate shill that's responsible for people eating poison. Oh, so. no. This gentleman is responsible for people turning into zombies. He has quite a lot to answer for. I'm it's, it's the I responsibility of the people that are eating the pods. Okay. I have the legal representation. You're the legal the Tide Corporation. That sends out poison pods for people to eat. Uh, actually, I have a statement to make. Sure. Why not? Um, okay. We at the Tide Corporation do not condone the oral consumption of any Tide products. What about rectal consumption? Uh, I have he not spoken good point. with my clients about that, but I believe they would not appreciate uh-huh. that. Okay. It was not designed for that. Okay. And yes, it may cause zombification. Ah! <sighs> See? Ah. But this was not our intent. It was not designed for that in mind. It was designed to wash your clothes, which obviously some people on this um, podcast do not appreciate. So is this the... Tide Corporation officially taking responsibility for the epidemic. No, we are not taking responsibility for this because we believe that it was not designed for this intention. In fact, our new products have a warning label that says, please do not consume our products. I'm afraid it's a little late for warnings. The the original product did not have a warning, do not ingest label on it because it has been scientifically proven that the colors... And texture of the Tide Pods make them resemble, uh, say, Gushers. The, the What's fruit a gusher? candy. It's a little fruit candy that when you bite into it, uh, there's juice inside. Didn't mom pack them in your lunch? Vicky always packed them for me. No, Lauren never packed anything but organic fruits into my lunch. Ah. Uh, Damn it. And eating organically is probably the way to go, which Tide Pods are not organic. I just want to point out that in his statement... They admitted that yes. it will zombify you. They actually May. admitted What's your it. response May to that, Elizabeth? Uh, that consuming toxins and poisons can affect your brain chemistry. Yes. So yes, you, you agree that these to- these podheads exist? I, that I, they turn people into zombies, which he just admitted. I'm I think afraid. the term zombie uh, is, is a bit of a misnomer, but I do believe it is possible for people to fall ill. I definitely do not... Condone. He said, he said zombie. I definitely zombie. do. Zombification. Zombie. Zombification. When you use which, terms like zombie. Zombification. Uh, which can be used in court makes, in the, it, against it, them. Because of pop culture in you our can. society. This and the episode is being recorded. And the prevalence of you know zombies in pop culture in shows such as The Walking Dead. Uh, Still don't know what that is. It's it's, it's, it's not very good. It used to be. Yeah. Uh, it is. It does drive people to commit violent acts, and you should really, if you, if you see someone who is a podhead who has consumed Tide Pods, please 
simply get them to the hospital so that they can get their stomach pumped. That is exactly what we recommend. Do not hit them over the head with anything. I'm pretty sure if you take them to the hospital, the government will be there waiting to brainwash them. And unfortunately, they can consume all of the hospital's linens. We do not claim legal responsibility Mm -hmm. for anybody using our products with a different intent than what they were designed for. It's clearly marked on the bottle and on all packaging that it is made for laundry. They are called laundry pods. And why do you, I just, now that I have you on the phone, I'm very curious, Uh Um, and maybe maybe Mr. Edwards could answer this question as well, why Tide, uh, the detergent, has been around for some time. Why do you think uh, youth is more attracted to the pods, to eating the pods, rather than doing shots of the detergent itself? And I think everyone knows it's because the detergent is just too thick. It doesn't go down well. Yeah, how are you supposed to take a shot of a thick thing? But when you bite into the pod, it's the same Like, do you have to water down the the detergent before you take the shot? First of all, I, I I should... I should not probably have planted that idea into anyone's head. Do not drink Ro- Tide no, Roger, or any laundry Roger, Roger, put the little cap down. Thank you. No, I'm afraid it's just too thick. It would be like trying to do a shot out of um, maple syrup or something. It just wouldn't go down. Right? Yeah, it would take, it would take like 15 yeah, minutes to do a shot slow. of maple syrup. It would be too slow. couldn't really do a real shot of it. It is the consistency of maple syrup. That is how it's designed so that it will not be consumed. But people love maple syrup and consume it all the time. I, I just ate some before the show started. We at the Tide Corporation have known uh, that this can cause zombification for some years now. But oh, we did not so believe, there was a cover-up. Uh, yes. But we did not believe that people would use it for such moronic intent. I believe... Have you ever been to Florida? I actually live in Florida. Boom. I actually feel completely vindicated. They just accepted responsibility and admitted that they knew all along it was possible. Yeah, this whole conspiracy was absolutely true. Yes, any laundry detergent consumed can cause zombification. You know which laundry detergent won't? One of our sponsors, Tom's Laundry Detergent. Tom's all-natural laundry detergent, it will almost get your clothes clean. But just so you know, gain will cause severe zombification. I don't think anyone uses that anymore. I don't know what... Elizabeth, what do I use for soap? Uh, we actually make our own soap. Oh, good. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. You should mm-hmm. be using Tide. Tide actually uh, okay, causes the Okay, that's you're done. Roger, that, good job on the Ooh. hangout button. That was fantastic. You nailed it, buddy. Fantastic. Yes, we do not agree with corporate shills on this show. And advertisements for people that are not spending ad money on this show are not endorsed by David Hickney, Freak of the Week, Memorial Development, but maybe the DVMPE. We're not sure. So, uh, Doctor, what is it just laundry detergents? Or let's say if there was like a pod of dish soap or something like that, would that also create a pod head? They don't seem to be drawn to the dish detergent. It seems to be for the clothes. Just the clothes. Okay. Yes, I... So if I ate dish detergent, it's not a problem. You don't eat dish detergent, Should be David. fine, I suppose. I okay. really can't speak to the taste. So. Uh, it did not taste like lemon. Let's just put it that way. I see. And you seem perfectly healthy, so... Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I lost a bet to Roger, and, you know, I had to pay up. You don't seem to be foaming at the mouth or showing any of the signs, and you certainly don't smell pleasant. Yeah, well, that's because things are happening downstairs. We can see that. 
So, I think that you are not in the immediate risk of becoming a podhead. <sighs> That's good to know. It really only seems to be the clothes detergent that is attracting all these millennials. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I think we have one last caller here. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? It's Randall Jacksonville! Randall Jacksonville? Hello, Randall. Randall from Jacksonville! I believe he's from, from Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. What the hell? What's up, Randall? Yeah, I was listening to the show, and you guys gave me a great idea. What's that? I'm totally taking a shot of the Tide Pod. Huh. I just invented a new drink. Oh, great. You get, you get a shot of Fireball and a pot, Tide Pod. You got a tiny ball. Yeah. What's Fireball? It's actually a fairly clever name. Fireball is a terrible dessert whiskey that's cinnamon. Ew. It tastes like mouthwash. Woo-hoo! Seth, come here. Try yeah. this. No, man, I, I'm a bit fast, man. It seems kind of crazy. Oh, good oh, come on, cinnamon and soap. What could go wrong? All right. I Please don't. Talk me into it, man. Uh, Mr. Randall, I would highly uh, advise you not to consume this. You may end up becoming zombified. Look, look, I think you need to talk to him in a vernacular that he'll understand. Oh, yes. Uh, Yo, dog. Uh, hey, what's up? D- don't be putting that, uh, let me see if I get this right, yes. heinous... Shit down your down your mouth hole. What's heinous? <laughs> he said heinous, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, bro, try not to uh, shoot that shit. Oh yeah. I don't know what he just said. Yeah, yeah. crazy talk. Oh I, lord. I think he's daring us, man. Oh no, I. Are you double dog daring us? Ex- ex- no, uh, ex- no, please me. don't. If, please. if if I could interject, I. Uh, I speak idiot. Okay. Oh, chick talk. Oh, there's chick there? Hey, yeah. man, like, totally don't do that shot or it'll totally, like, kill your vibe with the chicks, man. Like, they'll never, ever want to go down on you because you'll be, like, Wait, weird and foamy. Even if you're all soapy, chicks don't like the soap, man. Whoa. Totally put uh, the pods away, dude. I don't want to do it now, dude. Oh, I yes. Don't want to go down on me I, once. Yes. Me too. As she said, it would I'll be... I anyone going down on me, you know? Whatever. It the, would be com- the babes don't like the pa they don't like the shots, man. Oh, no way. Yes, man, don't I do it. Oh, you be- should definitely clean your junk. Just don't swallow soap. It would be completely uncool if you were to do it, dude. So please what don't do that? it. I know it sounds so lame. Yeah, man. Oh, oh no. Down, no, please yeah, man, please don't, don't swallow it. No, don't don't swallow it. No, no. Chug it! Don't swallow oh, me! God! I God. them all. Miss Marin, if you could please not interject, we almost had them. And we did almost have them, until and then you, you decided to Until you got into speak. the methods of things. Mr. Hickney, is this uh, what she always does? Is that she yeah, interrupts she tends, the progress? She tends to get in the way of things. My I mean, God, she could have I, caused I, another I, epidemic, and I, now I, in Florida. I do appreciate your efforts, Elizabeth, but you should have let... The expert. Oh, you mean when the expert started talking and then they decided to do the shot after I talked them out of it? They were doing completely fine until you got into the scene, Miss Marin. They were not. My they goodness. Were trying Mr. To Hickney, we could have another churches. epidemic and now in Florida. Well, I mean, no great loss there. This just serves more to the case of Florida to be completely walled off. Maybe they'll get that guy from Tide that lives there. <sighs> Possibly. I hope, hopefully, Randy Jacksonville finds him. Oh, my God. <sighs> Well, true believers, uh, we almost saved some lives there. Almost. almost. <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Freak of the Week. Thank you to Dr. Ty Dillinger Edwards. Yes, thank you for having uh, me. And How do I get out of here? Uh, the door. Uh, I guess thank you to Elizabeth. For my co-host, uh, love you, buddy. I'm David Hickney. Until next time. Freak of the Week was created by me, David Hickney. Apparently, Elizabeth Marin is a character played by Amanda Davila, or so they say. <laughs> what? All of the experts and phone calls were performed by a cast of actors? What the hell? I don't know who Patrick Harrington, David Musto, and Paul Hinnick are, but they are now on my shit list. The Freak of the Week theme was created by David Vox Mullen. Artwork by Nick Mataragas. Freak of the Week is produced by Nick Mataragas and David Vox Mullen. Ha! <laughs> produced. Freak of the Week is a memorial development production distributed by the DVMPE. Memorium Development. Oh.